Coming up this week, hear all about Anna and Peter's cruise on the Disney Fantasy. Welcome to this week's episode of To the Mouse and Back. This week we have another cruise trip report. I don't do cruise trip reports super often because most of the people who listen to this podcast are primarily Disney World travelers. So Disney World trips have the highest interest level. However, as I've mentioned before, I love the idea of people who are Disney World planning pros having to learn how to do a new type of Disney vacation. So I like throwing in Disney cruises in here. Also, selfishly, we are probably going on a Disney cruise in a year or two. So I love learning more about them. I do have one request before we get to this week's episode. No, it's not to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts, though that would be cool too if you haven't already. Um, What I'd really like to do though is to create a page on my website with example trip planning templates. I'm always fascinated by how people lay out their trip plans. And I know a lot of people do it in spreadsheets. Some people do it on paper. Some people keep notes on their phones. I would love to see how you do this for your trip and then be able to share that on my website. So if you're interested in sharing your trip planning spreadsheet or poster board or whatever, just send me an email at Rachel, that's R-A-C-H-E-L at tothemouseandback.com. If you send me a template, I promise to email you with a link once I have the page up so that you can see how others do it and see if there are any good ideas that you can integrate into your planning. Uh, I also wanted to mention to those of you who requested a sticker, I finally put them in the mail, so you should be getting them soon. I do still have some left, so if you're listening and you want one, just send me an email or a Twitter direct message and I'll get one to you. All right, well, I think that's all the random pre-episode stuff, so let's go ahead and jump into the trip report. This week, I have a former coworker of mine, Anna, and it was super fun because her whole family joined. They were a lot of fun to talk to, and I can't wait for you to hear the interview, so let's jump into it now. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. Hello. So I have a couple of people who I'm going to be interviewing this time. So before we jump in, could you guys just introduce yourself so everybody knows who we're talking to this week? Sure. I am Anna Milner, and I was formerly a co-worker of Rachel's, and so we've gotten to know each other that way. And I have my family, uh, most of my family here with me, and I'll let them introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Josie Milner. I'm 14, going to high school next year. Awesome. And this is Peter Milner. I am six seven, and I am Anna's husband, and I'm excited. Nice. All right. Yeah, also going with us on the trip is our son, Silas, who is not here for this portion of the conversation, and he is 12. Awesome. Okay, great. Well, before we jump in to talk about the trip you guys are going to be taking, tell me a little bit about what is your Disney history? Okay, so my grandparents actually worked for Disney. Um, my grandfather was a supervising architect of the Land Pavilion when it was built at Epcot, and my grandmother was involved in some of the administrative aspects, um, doing some VIP arrangements and working with the guy that was kind of launching Epcot. So I grew up going to Disney a lot, and it was always free, so... <laughs> It was easy to go down there and easy to go. It's actually, you know, now that I have my own family and we're paying our own way, it's a lot more expensive. (laughs) 
But um, I've been a lot, and my kids now love it. I'll let Josie talk a little bit about it. I think my first trip was when I was five, and I have that memory in my head. It's one of the best days of my life, I think. I really love Disney. I went recently with a school trip, and it wasn't the same as going with my family, so that was very interesting. Yeah, we try to go down there at least every, like, one to one and a half years um, to visit some family that's still down there, and the kids always want to go to the parks. So, Peter, anything you want to add? My first experience at Disney was with my family when I was, I think, 12 years old. We were there when NC State won the basketball championship. <laughs> and me and my brothers were out riding on Space Mountain for three hours while my dad was back at the hotel with my mom <clears throat> watching the game. <laughs> that was an incredible memory of riding on Space Mountain with them when we were young and without parents and it was just a real sense of freedom and then we started going as a family when anna and i had our own family and that was that was even more fun even than when my when i was young it's a whole different kind of trip when you go with your own kids it is awesome all right so what type of disney vacation do you have coming up we are going on a cruise and it's our first disney cruise Awesome. Now, have you guys taken other cruises as a family? So our kids have never been on a cruise. This is going to be their first cruise. Uh, Peter and I went on a cruise for his 40th birthday. 40th birthday, and it was a carnival cruise out of Charleston. And it was kind of a party boat. <laughs> spring break. That was not what we were looking for, but that's what it was. It was a very low end cruise, um, super cheap. and that was my first cruise. Peter had been on one other before that. And it was okay. I mean, we had some fun just because it was us and we got away by ourselves. But um, I wasn't sure that I love cruises based on that. But I've heard so much about Disney cruises and how much families love them. And I know that our family loves Disney. So it's kind of been on my bucket list to try a family Disney cruise. Awesome. Okay. So what ship are you going to be going on? We are going to be on the fantasy. The Disney fantasy. Okay. And where does it leave out of? Okay. So we are leaving from Port Canaveral and it's a seven night cruise going to St. Thomas and Tortola. Yeah. Uh, we have three ports, the, just those two and Castaway Key. I was going to ask if it went to Castaway Key. Okay. You said St. Thomas and Tortola? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then Castaway Key. All right. And what are your trip dates? We leave on the 15th of June, so a week from today. And we get back on the 22nd of June. Awesome. Okay. So how did you pick those trip dates? That's a good question. Well, hmm. we, we actually decided kind of late to do this. We decided this spring. <laughs> so in terms of like planning ahead and getting the best price, we probably didn't do the best job. But <laughs> we looked at dates this spring and I knew we wanted to do a seven night and we wanted to do the Caribbean. And I read about East versus West and a lot of people had a preference for uh, the east and for fewer ports because everyone said you have so much fun on the ship you actually don't want that many ports ah. so we use that to kind of narrow it down and um, that's how we decided on this one okay awesome 
All right. Now, what type of room do you have on the ship? Oh, it's a veranda stateroom on the 10th floor. We kind of, we decide to splurge and get a veranda. <clears throat> yeah. Very excited about it. Awesome. So you'll have that nice where you can step outside. Yes. Yeah. And Peter, on ships, we don't call it the 10th floor. We call it the 10th deck. <laughs> you've got to, you've got to get your sailor vernacular. I like to call the 10th floor. <laughs> awesome. Okay. So I know that um, I've never been on a Disney cruise. It's on my bucket list as well. So we're um, going to be learning from you guys a little bit. I know that planning a cruise has a lot. It's just a lot less intensive than planning like a Disney park trip. Um, have you guys done any kind of pre-planning of any kind of like, I don't know if you can book dining ahead of time or, you know, excursions, what all have you guys done to prepare? Yeah. So that was one of the things that appealed to me about a cruise is less to think about and plan, like just show up and all the food is there. <laughs> uh, that was one reason we thought this would be a fun trip. Uh, we've done some light planning. So we did sign up for a dinner at Palo, uh, for me and Peter. And we have planned a little bit what we want to do at each port. Uh, we actually did not book an excursion through Disney, but we went uh, on Tortola. We're going to go with a private company that's going to take us out on a boat with maybe some other people. And we're going to go to Virgin Gorda, which is a, a neighboring island. And this, there's this place called the Baths that we want to see. So we're doing like a half-day or three-quarter day excursion privately. Um, and I I decided on that by just kind of doing some searches on cruise boards, I guess, discussion boards uh -huh. about what are the best things to do if you go to Tortola or what are the best things to do in St. Thomas. Awesome. Okay. So as far as like on the ship, you've got that one dinner picked and otherwise you'll kind of, you know, just go with the, the rotational dining and all that fun stuff. Yes. And we did, I've been reading some blogs about like what to pack or what to, how to prepare for a Disney cruise. So just today we were out looking for pirate gear for pirate night. Cause I hear that's a fun thing. Uh -huh. So we're, we're lightly prepared, I would say. Okay. I would say we're heavily prepared. <laughs> Differences I, in personality. I think light is, <laughs> yeah. So you don't have a spreadsheet for this, like, you know, you kind of need for like a Disney trip. So, so it feels light in comparison. Yes. Although I'm not really a spreadsheet, although I do spreadsheets at work, but <laughs> we kind of have the like, even if we go to Orlando, we sort of, we sort of have a plan in mind, but we don't, we're not like heavy document. We try to leave a little flexibility. We yeah. Things that we do every time we go to Orlando. So having this time, not knowing what it's going to be like definitely influenced our thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Awesome. All right. So I want to hear a little bit about what you are most excited about. So Josie, what is one of the highlights that you're most excited about for this trip? Well, I've had a few friends that have gone on Disney cruises and all of them say that this, the free soft serve ice cream is the best thing. <laughs> Disney cruise. So I'm definitely looking forward to trying that out. And then also the aqueduct. Awesome. Okay. Peter, what about you? What is one of the highlights that you're most excited about? I'm looking forward to sitting in a hot tub and looking out on the ocean. Nice. I'm also excited about sitting out on the veranda or stepping out there on the veranda. 
And then I'm also interested in the tenth floor. <laughs> <laughs> Anna, what about you? What is what highlights are you most excited about? I am really looking forward to relaxing. I'm a little nervous that there's going to be so much to do that I, I may not rest as much as I want, but I do want to rest. Um, I'm also excited about two other things, the trip to Virgin Gorda, and then also Castaway Key, I hear is a highlight for a lot of people. So I'm really excited to see what that's like. Yeah, that is, it sounds like that's just kind of one of the highlights of most Disney cruises. They've just invested so much in their space there that um, it, I don't think any other cruise line has a private island like that that can come anywhere near it. Yeah, I, I hear it's great. I'm excited. You guys going to get up and run that 5K first thing in the morning? So yeah. we, we actually, all of us but Josie are hoping to do it. Josie's not so much into I don't run. athletics. but um, Josie, you're my girl. I gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's more interested in the Broadway-style shows. But um, Silas and Peter and I are going to try and run the 5K. Nice. Awesome. Is there anything else about your trip that you guys are excited about that we haven't mentioned already? Well, like she just said, the the shows, the um, Disney shows, I heard a little bit about them and how they're kind of like tester Broadway type shows. And that sounds really interesting to me because I love Broadway stuff and I love Disney like movies. So if it's a mix between Disney movies and Broadway shows, I think it sounds really cool. Josie, I think you and I could be very good friends. <laughs> <laughs> and we also, um, Josie's dabbled a little bit in the pin trading, but we've never Ooh. really done much of that. But uh -huh. I went ahead and like got some pins for the kids so that they have them and we have little lanyards so they can trade on the ship. And um, I'm kind of curious to see how that's going to go. Fun. Okay. I forgot to ask, how are you guys getting down to Port Canaveral? Are you driving or flying? We are driving. Um, over the years, we've gotten used to driving to Orlando, and I think it's the same distance. Um, so actually, though, what we're going to do is on Friday after work, we're going to drive outside of Savannah. We're going to stay in a hotel so that then we can get up Saturday morning and just drive like a few more hours to get to the ship. Awesome. Yeah, I think that's a good plan. Very cool. Okay. Well, that covers all of my questions. I am very excited. You know, it's interesting because a lot of the people who I talk to who go on Disney cruises, they're either mostly their families with younger kids, which obviously the Disney cruises have a lot for, you know, that younger age range. But I also think they have a lot for um, Josie, you and Silas's ages. So I'm really interested to hear, you know, what are the activities and things like that that are really geared for you guys and, you know, hear what it's like for you all and just kind of hear as a family what you guys will do. So this will be really cool to get to get to um, to hear your report when you guys get back yeah I'm curious because they have the older kids clubs and I don't know if our kids are joiners okay. exactly yeah. <laughs> they're, not, they're not super social <laughs> so I wonder like I can kind of see them wandering the ship more than joining in with activities but I think it's going to be interesting that might change right and I don't know who they're going to meet on the ship that might you know they might want to do stuff with so yeah, yeah also really curious to see how that's going to go awesome all right. Well, we will talk to you guys again very soon and hear about how it went. You guys have a blast, okay? All right. We're Thanks. excited. Thanks. All right. Bye. 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 Welcome back from your trip, Milner family. Hi. Thank you. All right. And so tonight we have all four of you, right? Yes. We're all here. What a treat. 
Awesome. Hey, Silas, I know we miss you on the pre-trip, but I'm excited to hear your thoughts on this interview. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead and jump in. So you guys are going to be starting your cruise on June 15th. So tell me a little bit about that embarkation day. How did the process go actually getting on the ship? Well, let's see. We drove to Port Canaveral. So we parked our car and they were great about letting us drop off our big bags and loading those up for us. Uh, we definitely had to wait in the ferry terminal, but it really wasn't too bad. I feel like it moved pretty well. Yeah. Um, I think we made a mistake that day. <laughs> so I had been reading, oh, the day that you embark is a great day to try and get on early and get to the aqueduct before their big lines. So we had worn swimsuits and we decided not to eat in a dining room, but to go to Cabanas, Cabanas for lunch. That's a mistake. That would be quick. And that was a mistake because it was just so packed. Mm. It was fogged with people. And hot. And it was hot. And we had to sit out in the sun. And we, we had our backpacks. Yeah, we had a lot of bags with us. And if I had a do-over... I, and then by the time we got to the aqueduct, there was already a really long line. Mm. If I had a do-over, I would eat in a dining room and, like, just relax um, for lunch. So that was kind of rough. Okay. Um, the food in Cabanas also wasn't the best that That, that meal was not great not either. Now, um, is Cabanas their buffet? Yes. yes. Okay. Good question. That's the, the buffet at the top of the ship. So um, I also – one of the things I learned about myself and cruises, I don't love crowds of people. So my least favorite times on the cruise was when there were tons of people crammed into a, a limited space. So that lunch was one aspect of it. The mustard drill was also not great for me. I mean, I know that's not supposed to be super fun, but it's, it's especially when everyone on the ship, including all of the small children who don't really understand what's going yes. on, they're very confused and they're whiny and it's loud and you can't even hear directions. We didn't yes. ever actually get directions on what we were supposed to do. Yeah, there were so many miserable children. I mean, mine are old enough that they were just standing there, but like they're two-year-olds and 18-month-olds and like, yeah. <laughs> they're never crammed in together. So I, I know I'm talking too much, but I'll just say for me, day one was definitely the hardest. Okay. Well, that's, I mean, I guess it's good for it to kind of improve from the first day instead of going downhill after the first day. Yes. So, okay. So once you guys had mustard drill and the ship actually went out in the water, how did that first evening on the ship go? It was really impressive. I had never been on a cruise before. And so just like the ship moving and like the fact that you couldn't feel it moving was really amazing and new for me. And I really enjoyed that and just moving out of the port and being like on a ship that size. And it was it didn't feel like a ship. It's kind of amazing. I was getting over that on the first day. Awesome. Oh, cool. me and Silas went up and played basketball together, actually. And that actually helped our, I was feeling a little bit strange being on the ship. My, Body equilibrium just wasn't working out. So mm -hmm. playing basketball, playing basketball actually really helped because <laughs> well, I did about it, and I just shot. And Silas actually beat me in one on one somehow. But. Not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> but 
It was way up on deck 12, I think, right under the aqueduct. 13. Awesome. That was, that was fun. Very cool. Where did you guys have dinner on your first night? So um, I assume maybe your listeners know because it's not, they may have been on a Disney cruise or no, but you know, you get assigned a rotation. And so we had, there were three restaurants and our first night we were at Animator's Palette. So we actually had three dinners at Animator's Palette. And Animator's Palette is like was special on the first night because of the shows that they have. Yeah. So like for that to be our first night experience was really fun because that was really cool. Interactive. That night they had a show that was kind of like Turtle Talk with Crush. Uh huh. So that was really fun. They um, Crush interacted with different tables and talked to them. So that was really cool. Really incredible. And my favorite part was the fact that we had our own table. It's just four of us. Yes. We did not necessarily expect that because Peter and I have been on a carnival cruise and we were with like 10 strangers. Uh-huh. Um, and so we had a family of four, like our own table. And that was great. Awesome. All right. So then um, did you guys do anything after dinner or did you kind of head to bed on the early side because it had been a long day? Well, I will say we had late dinner. So we didn't leave till 930 at least. Yeah. Usually we got out of dinner by about 930. Okay. And then because we had woken up pretty early that morning, we were all very tired. So. Yeah. So I think we pretty much just went to bed. And that night I remember sitting on the veranda for at least an hour just because it was one of the highlights of the whole ship was just having our own veranda and sitting out there and watching the ocean. Yeah. That was amazing. It was incredible. So what was your first impression of the stateroom? Really good. It was bigger than I thought it would be. I didn't know it would be as big as it was. And then the veranda definitely made it feel bigger. Yeah, I'm pretty enthusiastic about Disney's design of the staterooms. So, <laughs> <laughs> especially the bathrooms. I could go on and on. But um, <laughs> so having a veranda was huge. It made a big difference for us. And I would highly recommend that. It was it was worth the splurge because it Definitely. really there was it was such a nice space and especially because we're mostly introverts and I don't love the crowds. It was nice to just have a private place. Oh yeah. But a couple of the amazing things, it's just so well designed and they have a lot of like the way they do the beds for the kids is amazing. Is so efficient and, and the, they're so comfortable. Yeah, the beds were really comfortable but it it, the way they pulled them out and then put them away and there was a lot of space to store things. So even though the room was small, we were able to unpack everything and feel like we could move around and be really organized. Mm -hmm. And then the bathrooms, like I just could go on and on. <laughs> I won't, but they were, they're so brilliantly designed. It was really awesome. So tell me a little bit about how the room itself is configured. So you walk in the door, I've got to hear about this bathroom. Tell me what, what uh, we can't. No, I try to keep my podcast under, you know, an hour and a half, two hours the most. So you can't talk about the bathrooms for too long. But what was the coolest part? Okay. So they, first of all, it's two bathrooms, which is great for a family of four. Because one, the first one immediately on the right when you walk in the door is just a toilet and a sink. So you never have a situation where someone can't go to the bathroom because someone else is taking a shower and you really have, because you have a toilet room and then a shower room, there's always a place for someone to change. So, you know, we're mixed gender family. It's really nice for people to be able to duck in and change somewhere. So having two 
bathrooms is really great. The first one's the toilet and the sink. The second one is the sink. And this, like, again, this is what gets me excited. The shower design was incredible. Mm. It's it's very small and efficient. But it, once you're in it, it doesn't really feel small. Yes, it has a rain shower head, but it also has a shower adapter that you can pull out of the wall. And you can sit in the bottom like a bathtub. So if you have small kids who can't shower, like, I actually took a bath in there sitting, cro- like, um you know, crisscross applesauce and my legs crossed, but I could take a bath in there or someone could take a shower and they had clotheslines <laughs> that went across so you could dry your clothes. Like ah. they thought everything, how to use that space for like maximum efficiency and flexibility. That's awesome. Okay. So then tell me a little bit about um, when we get past the most amazing bathrooms. Um, how are how is the rest of the room laid out as far as like beds? You guys mentioned that the beds for the kids worked really well. So how was that actually laid out? So we had a queen size bed. The next thing, once you got past the bathrooms, the queen size Queen size or double? I think it was queen, if queen. not, it was huge. It wasn't a king. It was a queen was for big. me and Peter. And then they had a curtain that went all the way across the room so you could, again, have a room divider. If your kids were going to bed earlier and you wanted to have a light on to read, like you had this whole room divider that you could just, a curtain you could pull out. And then, Josie, do you want to describe the kids' beds? Yeah. So on the other side of that curtain, which wasn't always closed, it was like a typical living space, but you could turn the couch and it became a bed. And so it was like a bunk bed because you could pull one of the kids' beds out of the ceiling, and then there was a ladder in the closet, and it became a bunk bed. Nice. But yeah. It was and there were a lot of drawers and cubby holes for us to stick any random items, and there was one specific drawer that had a lot of pens and paper, and you could pull it out, and then you could write notes on the desk on this really nice red chair that... I was just really surprised to see such a nice chair on a cruise ship in an individual stateroom. And Silas wants to mention the TV. Yeah, Silas loved the TV. What did you like about it, Silas? It was like extendy. Yeah, so it extended out of the wall and you could move it around and swing it to angle different directions. Oh, that's cool. Awesome. All right. Well, before Anna starts talking about the bathroom again, let's uh, move on to the next day. So I'm going to guess that your first day was a day at sea. Is that correct? Yes. So we actually, the, we, the day after we embarked, we had two full days at sea after that. Okay. So how did those sea days go? They're wonderful. Uh, we, we like those just as much as port days, if not better. Yeah. We really enjoyed that. I'm trying to think. I don't remember exactly what we did. One thing Peter should Slept mention. Slept a lot. We did sleep a lot. But Peter also got a package in the spa. Would you like to talk about yeah, that? Yeah, I got a package in the spa, which was called the Rainforest package. And so I spent a little bit of money, and I could go into the Rainforest and basically take a shower in this giant space. And they had heated chairs. They had a hot tub. And they had three different showers that you could use and a steam room it was it was truly a wonderful experience in other words he never used the shower in yeah so i never used (laughs) miraculous shower (laughs) he used the other shower yeah awesome what did everybody else do while peter was showering (laughs) (laughs) well on that 
first day, we spent a lot of time exploring because it's such a big ship. You can't really, you don't know where everything was. So you had to kind of figure out like how to get from one place to another or where is the best thing to do. And so we checked out like the kids clubs and what was on some of the floors. And so mm-hmm. That's true. And we tried a couple of the activities and like we went to a craft session and then we were like, nope. But then. <laughs> We tried another trivia session, and it was really fun. So we were kind of just figuring out what things we were enjoying or not. Yeah. Awesome. That night, I think we went to Aladdin. I'm pretty sure it was that night. Yeah, and the, that first night, uh, well, the day after we embarked, was the night that Peter and I went to Paolo. Okay. We had that dinner. Uh, Josie and Silas, what did you guys do while your parents were having their dinner? We got room service. Oh, what? nice. French fries. <laughs> four plates of like chicken nuggets and French fries and more French fries and a salad and a like I don't even know what he got. But there was so much food. <laughs> Anna and Peter, how was Paolo? It was great. I was surprised by all the food on the cruise, and Paolo was just one more case of really good food. I was shocked. Yeah. I know I've read different things about, you know, whether you should or shouldn't, you know, pay extra to go to one of those. But I was glad we did one really oh, yeah. nice Definitely. adult-only meal. And the food was really great. And the server there was amazing. She too. was unbelievable. Awesome. Yeah. Was there anything else remarkable about those first couple of sea days? I think that our, we met a couple that were musicians on the cruise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we started to – we were friends with them and would go and listen to their performances and they were really good. And so it made their cruise even more special. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. We just happened to be sitting next to them in cabanas one morning and Peter being a raging extrovert started talking to them because they had British accents and we <laughs> got to know them and ha- actually had a lot in common with them. And so we listened to them throughout the week. And then on the last night we got a delivery to our door of, um, Rice Krispie bars, Mickey Mouse shaped Rice Krispie bars, and it was from Kate and Simon, which was so nice. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, that was, it was really special. Very cool. Do you remember what your restaurant was the second night? So we missed Enchanted Garden that night, and we only had it twice. So we only had one dinner there, which we were a little sad about because that was a really nice. We really restaurant, but we made a point of going there for breakfast one day just so we could have it one more time. Awesome. What was it that you liked about it so much? The oh. atmosphere, I would, um, one thing it reminded me of is the gardens Versailles. Mm-hmm. It was, it was like a greenhouse. It was like you were in a greenhouse. Oh, wow. It was kind of French ish. Mm-hmm. And then there was like out, out, you could see like fake windows out into like gardens that were mm-hmm. very like well manicured and like rolling lawns and <laughs> bushes. And the lights were flower blossoms that opened up and, and changed colors and the, the, the sky, the ceiling changed colors like the sky. It was pretty cool. That is neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One thing I thought was really cool is for each of the different dining rooms, they had different plates. And that might not sound very interesting, but each of the each of the plates was like had a different design. So for animators palette there was like a little paintbrush and like little splotches of paint and then for Enchanted Garden there would be like a little flower and like some sparkles or whatever. And then in like Royal Court it was like a fancy like royal plate mm-hmm. design kind of thing. Mm-hmm. 
That is really cool. And I think that's one of those examples of the many ways that Disney just goes above and beyond. Yes. We've been on a lot of Norwegian cruise line cruises and we love them and I love Norwegian. Um, but you know, especially everything, but you know, the top tier restaurants, their dishes are just, you know, interchangeable off white dishes, but you know, Disney does just that little extra to add that additional theming, that additional quality, you know, it's just one of the ways that they say, Hey, look, we're going above and beyond. Absolutely. That's one thing we loved about it. And after you get off the cruise, it's so evident how like different everything else is. Life is so disappointing afterwards. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like even the desserts on the dinners were very, I was expecting it to be one, like a chocolate tort every night or a strawberry shortcake every night. But every night they switched it up and threw a little Danish cream in there or there was just a really impressive I can't get it. I can't, still can't get over it. And all of the dishes even looked so beautiful. For like yeah. The amount they have to make in a certain amount of time, is the fact that they still looked and tasted good, like so good, was amazing. Yeah. And Jesse fell in love with cream brulee. Mm. I didn't really have any a good relationship with creme brulee before the cruise. <laughs> it is now my favorite dessert in the entire world. <laughs> <laughs> Your parents are going to have to get you a browning torch so you can make it at home. <laughs> she would totally ask for one. <laughs> a new thing on my birthday list. <laughs> All right. So the 18th, I think, was one of your, was the first port. So what was the first port that you guys went to? Oh, gosh. Tortola. We went to Tortola. Tortola. Road town. Tortola. And was Tortola where you were going to be doing that excursion that you were really excited about? It was. It was the best day ever. Best it day was ever. so amazing. Okay, was it better or worse than the bathrooms in the stateroom? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Much better. Way ball, better. But yeah, it was way like... better. We got it's called the baths. It was much better. <laughs> we got <laughs> in these wonderful naturally created baths. It was amazing. So tell me about, so was Tortola, did you actually pull up to a pier or was it a tender port? I don't know what a tender port is. Is it where you had to get onto a smaller boat to take you to the land? Uh, Yeah, we got off on the pier. Okay. Okay. All right. So was this something that you had to kind of head that way really early or did you kind of take your time in the morning? So we had a time that we were meeting our guide, which was not super tight. So we, we had, you know, it was 8.30, we were meeting him, and the ship got in maybe at, like, 7.15. So it wasn't super stressful or anything. Okay. And if anybody takes this cruise, I would highly recommend. So we, highly. we booked this through Patouche, P-A-T-O-U-C-H-E, and it was just a private charter company down there, family run, I think, pretty much. This guy, Oscar, met us at the ferry terminal, and he took us just on a private, his private boat all around, and it was amazing. Because they're, they're local, so they know the like area so well, and it's just amazing how much more you can see and how well they can explain everything and show everything to you because they know it so well. Yeah, he was great. Awesome. So what all did you get to see and do? So we rode on his speedboat. It was the first time the kids had been on a speedboat. And, you know, we kind of 
you know, went chug, chug out of the harbor and then all of a sudden hit full blast going across the ship. <laughs> <laughs> it was intense, but it was super we, fun. We fed in front of so many boats. So fast. he took us to Cooper Island, which was incredible, very nearby, and dropped us at a very just simple snorkeling spot. We were the only ones there, and it was gorgeous. Like, the fish were incredible. Amazing. So we snorkeled there, and he had all the equipment. He had drinks for us, everything. And then he took us just right there. There was a um, beach, the Cooper Island Beach Club, that had – a store, a gelato stand, a coffee really good shop, coffee. <laughs> and a restaurant. And it was like an amazing, uh, it was incredible there. Yes. We would almost go back just to go there. Um, so we spent some time doing stand-up paddleboard and hanging out on the beach. And then we had lunch there, which we paid for. Um, and then he took us to Virgin Gordo, which is where the baths are. And it's these natural rock formations that you can climb through and swim in places. It's like an old volcanic like area where there was like a volcano and then it collapsed. So all the the rocks are it's a very low sea level, but there's the seawater still comes into all the rocks. And because of the formation it creates different like areas of baths and little, little pools. bits of water. Yeah. Huh. And then he took us, and, and he knew, for instance, like you could get a Disney excursion to the baths, but he knew that all of the cruise ship excursions would go there in the morning, so we should delay and go in the afternoon when it would be less crowded. So he knew kind of exactly when to get there and exactly how to time things. Oh, that's so that cool. It's super crowded, and then we went back to the port. So I mean, he was it was from eight thirty until about three or three thirty, mm -hmm. but it was great. Very cool. So then did you guys get back and just crash? We kind of did, yeah. We got back and crashed. And then now, that night was also pirate night. Oh, was that night oh, pirate wow. night? Yeah. And we went to a show. And Never we went lie. to a show. We so we didn't, we didn't crash. We didn't crash. <laughs> <laughs> so how was, so what was dinner that night? That was Animator's Palace. Animator's Palace. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you were back at Animator's Palette. Okay. And then what was the show that night? It was Christiana Bianco, Christiana and she was Bianca. a voice impersonator. Yeah, who's yes. been on Broadway? Who's been on Broadway. She was. I loved her. She was amazing. I very. I loved it. Awesome. She imitated a lot of famous other singers, and she Disney princesses. For instance, she did "Let It Go" in in a style like with twenty different voices, like, like Lady like, Gaga doing. Adele. She did, like Mary Poppins sings "Let It Go." Um, <laughs> Shakira sings "Let It Go." Adele sings "Let It Go." Not Beyonce. twenty times the same song, just to be clear. But <laughs> changing voices within the song once. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, I think I've actually seen YouTube videos of her before. Yeah, that's she her. She's, big on she's made it. She made that very famous. That's oh, her. Very cool. Okay. So then, how was Pirate Night? It was fun. I mean, we got into the costuming, but I think Silas would say he was disappointed. Yeah, I would say I was disappointed too. I do feel like, other than some small kids and some very enthusiastic grandparents, there weren't actually that many people who went all out with their yeah. pirate costumes. I think it was that, and also one thing I noticed is, so a lot of the, they have these kind of mini shows on the main pool deck. For instance, they had one for Pirate Night. But they're kind of like the ones you would see 
like in the, the Magic Kingdom, the dance, the dance party on by the castle with like all of like the yes. little mini parade, like gotcha. the beginning of the day, opening of the day at Magic Kingdom, those kinds of things, which. I feel like my kids are just a little too old to really get into those. Yeah. I think it would probably be very appealing for the younger crowd. But, like, I went up to the pirate show that was at, maybe it started at 9.30 or they something. They started very late. Yeah, it was late. And I watched it for about five minutes, but I just thought, like, I don't think, my, my kids didn't even come up, but I don't think they would have enjoyed it. And I ended up going back down. So that's one that I think that would depend on the age of your kids. Okay. And we were very tired at that point. Yeah. <laughs> there were fireworks at like 11 that night. Yeah. We, didn't we, were, we, didn't think, we didn't even think about it. <laughs> okay. Awesome. All right. So then the next day, was that another port or a sea day? That was another port and we were at St. Thomas. Thomas. Okay. How did that go? Did you guys, I'm trying to look back at my notes. Did you have something planned for when you were there? So... At the time, we had three ports and two were in a row. And so I had this big plan for Tortola. So I decided we might be tired. I don't know how that's going to go. So I didn't plan as much for St. Thomas. So what we had planned to do was get off the ship and take a water taxi to Water, water, Island, water Island to a beach called Honeymoon Beach that people had recommended. Okay. So. Josie, I never got off the ship. Josie decided so that's she where the plan failed. Yeah, she she was tired. She wanted to stay on the ship, so she did. So Peter and Silas and I got off the ship, and I mean it was okay. I think I debated whether to go, and I I think I would have had like FOMO if I hadn't gotten off the ship. But that day was definitely harder and just not as blissful overall. Yeah. Yeah. I quite enjoyed my time back on the ship because Disney, they on that TV in your room, they have unlimited Disney movies that you can watch. So I just watched those all day and that was amazing for me personally. Josie, I think you might be my spirit animal. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Josie spent a lot of time inside us too binge watching Disney because it's like, what's the new channel they have coming out? The Disney Plus? Yes. It's like having Disney Plus already. Because yeah. you can watch everything. Perfect. Yeah. Everything in the Disney vault is out and just for you. And you can watch it in the privacy of your stateroom with no one else. <laughs> An introvert's delight. <laughs> I actually liked going to St. Thomas because we got on this local ferry and we got with these hilarious locals and when they were their island and they were talking, they were, they were just nuts. And it was just really fun to hear the local color. And I did see a mongoose, so that was fun. And I saw a mongoose. We ate at a little local beach bar, and it was, we just got really like the flavor of the actual island, which was actually pretty cool. And we also went <laughs> into the cast of Hairspray from the Royal yeah, Caribbean. Of course we did that. <laughs> oh, fun. <laughs> awesome. Now, how long were you guys actually there? How long were you off the ship? Right, four, four hours. We did a kind of short day. We, we were slow yeah. getting off, and then we got back on the ship. By like two, we were departing by four, so we didn't. It wasn't as long of a day anyway. Okay, very cool. And then, what about when you got back on the ship that night? That was. Is that the night we went to the show? No. Or did we take I don't remember what happened. That was that was Wednesday night. We didn't do anything that night. We were all pretty pretty yeah. done. We were out. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think when you do, when I do these interviews with people who, you know, they go to Disney World, they kind of tend to remember like, okay, we had our Epcot day and these were all the things we did at Epcot and we had our Magic Kingdom day on a cruise. I think a lot of it kind of runs together a little bit. So I understand that. It really does. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. So then um, I know you said you had two ports back to back. So I'm guessing the next day was another sea day. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Anything particularly memorable about that sea day? I think that was, I hadn't really gone to Vibe before that day. I think that was the day I kind of checked out Vibe. And, and Silas uh, made sure we went to uh, the new movie. Well, uh, we saw Aladdin that day. We saw Aladdin that day? Mm -hmm. So wait, the night before? I thought we saw, we saw Toy Story on the ship. That was Thursday night. When you say Toy Story, do you mean the the new Toy Story, or you saw one of the older Toy Stories? We got to the see the debut at sea Thursday at 11 p.m. Awesome. They on the ship. That and was the so, night before Castaway Key. Was it? Was yeah. that night? Yeah, so that was it was on Wednesday night we watched Aladdin, so okay. we lied. We did do something that night. So we, yeah, we got down there at 10.30, and they showed it in both theaters. They filled up, and they did this whole, like, um, pseudo red carpet sort of. They interviewed people wanting to see the the show, little kids, and ask them what their spirit toy was or yeah, which movie was their favorite. And we got to see it that night, really fun. late. Yeah, it was really fun. Very cool. It felt really special to be like, wow, we're seeing like, the first one some of the, the first highlights. people to see this. Yeah, my new favorite Toy Story movie. Highly recommended. Very cool. Okay. All right, so then um, the next day, I'm guessing, was your Castaway Key Day. Yes. How yeah. was that? So well, we went from and Anna and I ran the 5K, which is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever do it. <laughs> it. It's the worst 5K that anyone's ever planned. <laughs> I used to run cross country in high school, and it was definitely the worst 5K I've ever run. <laughs> what was so terrible about it, other than the fact that you had to run for five kilometers? That's not the problem. So the ship didn't even dock until 9.30. So the start time was like 9.45. So I think 10 a.m. in the morning in the Caribbean in late June. And no shade. No shade. Not cloudy at all. Running no on like an airstrip. Um, it was so hot and humid. Like people that were clearly very well-trained, skilled runners were like everyone was walking. Nobody, nobody ran it. It was so <laughs> To give you an idea, even if you weren't talking, you step outside of the ship, walk for maybe like a, like a, a few steps, and you're already sweating. Uh, yeah, just you got to work out walking to meet us at the finish line. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what did you guys do the rest of your day there? We got snorkel masks and we went snorkeling. We did go snorkeling. Yeah, we went snorkeling. There was, what was, what did you see? A giant. I loved the snorkeling. I saw a giant ray. I saw, I guess it's a hermit crab, but I mean, the shell was like a foot, at least a foot long. Oh my goodness. Yeah, giant crab. And just lots of cool stuff. I really enjoyed the snorkeling there. She went out very far because the snorkeling goes out for a long distance and most of us didn't make it that far mm -mm, no. Daddy, you didn't make it very far at all <laughs> yeah. it was she a pretty was, island though it, it was very beautiful very pretty well, so we did skate. snorkeling we, we ate ate breakfast ate lunch yeah one of our favorite things there so funny is just they have this fruit stand and especially 
after we ran the 5K and lunch wasn't open yet and we hadn't had breakfast and we came upon this fruit stand and they just had like fresh oranges and mangoes and bananas and it was amazing. Oh, so, yum. Yeah. That was good. And then the food, other than that, once we got to lunch, was really good, too. Yeah, the food was good on Castaway Key as well. The birds were very vicious, though, so you have to, you really oh, have that's to watch right. <laughs> We kind of sickly <laughs> enjoyed watching other people <laughs> get their food yeah, attacked. A <laughs> little bit of schadenfreude. Yeah, yeah. Schadenfreude. <laughs> How long were you guys actually on Castaway Key before you went back to the ship? Long enough to get a bad sunburn. Yeah, Josie got sunburned. Josie got uh, But we were, I would say we started the 5K. That was the first one we did around 945. And we actually got back on the ship by maybe 2.30 two or 2. Yeah. We, got, we left kind of, kind of early. Because it was hot and Josie was getting burned. And we were just, yeah, we were happy to be on the ship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So then was that your last night on the ship? Did you guys dock the next day? Yes. How was that last like 24 hours on the ship? It was sad. <laughs> it was. I had a moment like two days before the end where I was like, I'm kind of ready to get off of the ship. But then like still the last few hours, I felt really sad. Yeah. We were yeah. sad to say goodbye to our servers and yes. all yeah, our musician friends and the boat itself. We got really attached to our servers and our porter. The kids really loved the guys in the dining room. And also, we, so we had, uh, Ferry was our main server, and then his assistant was Alex. And we met also a woman named Nene, who was from South Africa, and found out she was dating Alex. So we got to know Alex and Nene really well, and the kids huh. felt pretty attached. Yes. No. It became a special friendship. We got Nene a cupcake. We did. Very cool. Well, at the end of those trips is always, you know, it's bittersweet because it's the trip you've been planning so long, but then it's over and you're like, what do I do now? Yeah. I know. Oh, yeah. It felt sad. So um, how was debarkation as you got off the ship? Was it a pretty smooth process? It no. was. No. I mean, I think I forgot to expect the lines. The lines mm. are just a, a fact of... You know, getting and off of a ship. We but. all know how good Disney is at hiding the entire line. <laughs> <laughs> around the corner and you're like, oh, there's more. <laughs> that was true. You, once we got down to like where you were actually in customs and you went down an escalator to see, to get to customs and you were in waiting in line to go to customs, you could see the people's faces coming down the, <laughs> the escalator, just like shock <laughs> that there was another whole line that they had to go through. <laughs> Uh, well, very cool. Well, it sounds like you guys had a lot of fun. We did. So I want to hear, um, Josie, did you get to eat ice cream? So much ice oh cream. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think I, my brother uh, kept did count. Did she eat ice cream? Was I think counting. I had like 11 by the night of the second day. Day two. Day two. <laughs> Oh, goodness. I, I had, you know, I made my notes from before. And that was that was the one thing I think you guys uh, had said in your pre trip that I hadn't heard. So I had to double check that you did get that ice cream. It was so good. It's pretty good. <laughs> awesome. So let's talk a little bit about the cruise as a whole. So I know that your first impressions of the stateroom were really good. But overall, how do you feel like it served you for that full week? 
I still, I loved it. It never let us down. Oh, it didn't. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it was really good. kept very clean by our lovely room. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he he made us little towel animals every night. He, uh-huh. he we had a different animal on pirate night. We got a a giant oh pirate gosh. towel animal. It was scary. It was a bit terrifying. <laughs> he would give you chocolate. It was just amazing. We love to remember all. Very happy. And just the overwhelming sense of service, like that they're there to take your plates and put them up when you need them to, and they're yeah. happy to show you where you need to go, and they're happy to. They just make you feel like they're there to serve you, and that is actually a so un, such an unusual feeling to have in life. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I think that's another one of those where you know I think most people know Disney cruises tend to be a little bit more expensive on the whole than other cruise lines, but you know you can see where your money's going. Mm-hmm. It's oh, going yeah. to the service. It's going to those special touches that you're not going to get on other cruise lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. All right. Now, Josie, I know you mentioned Vibe. Uh, did you spend any significant time there to kind of get an impression of it? Or was it somewhere that you just kind of stuck your head in and then that was pretty much it? I would say I did get a significant impression, but I didn't stay there. I didn't go every day. I, a oh, lot of you people, went like twice. I went, I went twice, but the first time I stayed for a good while. It was very cool. I think for teenagers, it's pretty cool. And you can... I certainly didn't, but you can make a lot of friends, and a lot of people got really close. Again, I definitely did not, um, but everyone seemed to be very friendly with each other, and it was pretty cool. Awesome. Silas, what was your favorite part of the cruise? I liked the towels and the service. So the towel animals and the servers in particular. Awesome. Okay, very cool. All right, so my last couple questions for you guys. Did you learn anything on this trip that will make you do something differently if you go on a Disney cruise again in the future? Ooh. Bring more door magnets. Bring more door magnets. <laughs> I would definitely do lunch in a dining room on the first day and not try to rush to the aqueduct. For me, I feel like I learned more about where the crowds were and the, the activities that I did and didn't like to make better decisions by the end. Utilize the Disney Navigator app. Very, It's very helpful, so you should like look at it and see what's happening. Awesome. Okay. So based on this trip, what one tip would you give to a first-timer? And I'll let each of you give one tip. Mine would be to... Go up on the 13th deck to the, it's called Satellite Falls, and I didn't find out about it until the fifth day, and it's on the 13th deck in the front of the ship, and you kind of don't know it's there. It's a really nice place for adults to just kind of hang out. Awesome. Okay. Silas, Josie, Anna, you have one? I kind of have two. One would be... Get recommendations from your servers about what food they recommend. They yes. they know they know what they're talking about. And usually, what they always what they recommend is definitely good. That's true. And then the movies, the Disney movies, check them out because if you ever have downtime, it's great to be able to watch Disney movies that you normally wouldn't be able to watch just for free anytime you want. I do like that you're saying free when all you have to do is pay for a Disney cruise. That's true. Well, okay. <laughs> If yeah. you're already on the ship, <laughs> no added cost. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay. All right, Silas or Anna? 
He said no comment. I'll, I will say one of the things that I was most happy about is that I did research beforehand to know some things to pack that ended up being very important. So I knew to bring door magnets. I knew to bring clothespins. Charger extender. And a socket multiplier and a hamper for laundry that was collapsible mm. and special laundry detergent. So I think there's like a list of maybe five to 10 things that just in culling through blogs and stuff that were recommended to take. And I was really glad that I took that extra step. You said special laundry detergent. Did you do laundry on the cruise? Twice. Yes. Okay. So they do have self-service laundry mats. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They're yes. great. Unbelievable. Use them. They are good. Awesome. They actually tell you when your load is done. Very cool. All I'm going to say is enjoy your time as a family and make memories you'll remember. Ah, That is a fantastic tip. I like that. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. So my last question is, do you have a return trip in mind for the future, either for a Disney cruise or Disney World or Disneyland or anything like that? We will always return to Disney World. <laughs> always. But I don't. we don't have a specific plan in mind. Uh, interestingly, we loved the cruise, but we aren't necessarily like, we didn't pre-book one while we were on board or anything. Like uh-huh. We are desperate to get on another one. I think in a good amount of time it would be nice to go on one again but i think for the time being we're very content with our cruise Mm -hmm. experience yeah awesome very cool well i'm glad you guys had so much fun and it was so nice to hear all about it yeah thanks for for talking to us about it yeah yeah thanks for for gathering together as a family huddled around a laptop microphone so you you got your bonding time on the cruise and now you get your bonding time doing this that's right yeah (laughs) awesome thank you guys so much have a good night all right bye bye big thanks to anna and her family for coming on the show be sure to check out the show notes if you want more info about some of the things that we discussed and don't forget to email me with your trip planning templates or to let me know if you want a podcast sticker that is it for this week. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at mouseandbackpod. Please rate this podcast or leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to the show, but most importantly, have an awesome week. Bye, everybody. Bye.